Peace, love, and happiness. Alone, each of these ideals stands as a righteous cause. Some of the greatest conflicts this world has ever been scarred by have had the thinly veiled facade of each as a representation. But conflicts' power to bring about peace have, by my calculations, not exactly panned out. So if we plan to make happiness, love, and peace our cause to die for, how can we, while keeping our conscience clear of enemy blood splatter? Oh, I know. Let's take a bunch of LSD and smoke tons of pot, man. Hey, I know what else will show those fascist fat cat fucks. Let's stop bathing and washing our hair. Everyone knows that white dudes with dreadlocks rock those locks like locks kill cops. Now that we have our sweet personalities and way sweeter dudes figured out, we need some accessories to show the man who we are and what we're willing to sit in the grass and play guitar poorly to protect. Oh, I once saw a crochet bag that was injected to beanbag consistency with rice or some shit. Let's all stand in a circle and kick it at each other. And we really need something to tie our new counterculture up with a nice, pretty bow made of hemp. I've got the perfect goddamn fucking thing. Let's just be super shitty to people that we try to explain our weak, unsustainable ethos to. Having a palpable air of superiority will help mold minds and hearts like so many novelty Jamaican ashtrays. Look, I'm all for making the world a better place through nonviolent activism. But to me, a hippie is somebody who bestows themselves the moniker of nonconformist and then instantly conforms to a cultural subset of intoxicated sloth. Please, for the love of Hawkins, be proactive in your fight to protect your rights and to tear down any legislation that threatens the right to freely tell your local oligarchy to eat a bag of dicks. But do your damnedest to preserve the you that you are whilst doing so. The way you look, what music you listen to, and what drugs you take don't dictate what causes you can stand behind. Preserve the you that makes those three righteous causes worth fighting and, if necessary, dying for. Travel in the fright of Dumbay Hit the trail full of zombie Met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said, here you come from a land down under Where you go when I'm at thunder Get you hit, get you hit that thunder You better run, you better take cover Hola, indeed, Boys fellows and, girls. and ladies in this wonderful, wonderful life that we call Shut Up, Chris. Mm. Uh, okay, I'm going to shush this time. What do you call okay, it? Good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, No, I call it Shut Up, Chris. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so then me agreeing to actually shut up was just a bonus then. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. I'm I'm glad that that happened, but it's not necessary, no. Oh, sweet. It's not like a rule. Oh, uh, I had something I wanted to tell you, though. No, <clears throat> hell. That I forgot to say to you before our, our, you know, before we started recording here in our, our wonderful, just talk about poop laden episode episode i was gonna say talk before the episode um what you, you forget know what that is though no 
You're listening to another Holy Shit, I Can't Wait, Hippies Gon' Die episode of This Thing That We Call Life. <laughs> oh, See, no, here, no, speak, no. Jeez, Louise. The life crammed in with the UFOs, the conspiracies, and the murders. And uh, just, just, just to throw it out there, I don't know why you would want to have said that to me before we started the show. I already know that. Oh, that was a lie. Yeah, that was a lie. I just, I just wanted to, to string you along for a second. That's all. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. You suck. Yes. Yes, I do. I do. Um, is there any, uh, is there any old business to take care of? Hmm. Old business, you say. Um. Okay. Hmm. So. No. no. Okay, any new business other than your your future trip 50 yards and around a building to take care of stresses in your life? Stresses in my bowels. Um, <clears throat> new business. No, no business, really, that I can think of, really. Like, should I have business? I, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly what that's supposed to mean. You just say shit sometimes? Yeah. Well, what about you, motherfucker? You got old business? Yes, I do. <clears throat> um, oh. The baby's doing well. Um, everything's uh-huh. everything's uh, pretty good over here. That's for Is old that business. New for business? new business. For new business, uh, yesterday was Vera's two-week birthday. And oh my god, she's so cute, guys. Two weeks already? Two Two whole weeks. No Time way. don't slow down for nobody. No way. That's crazy talk. I don't see how. It's it's true. Shoot. That's fast as shit. Two, two weeks and a day ago. I don't. Yeah. I don't approve of the way Seems like Tom has to been me. working here lately. I feel like she's months old already. She's, she's Well, that's already... just because you haven't been sleeping. Yeah. You feel like you've been awake yeah. for months, and she's been alive that whole time. Is what is what's really happening there? Uh, none of what you just said is false. You are correct, um, <laughs> but it's been a wonderful, wonderful trip. I have learned, however, that uh, baby girls are fucking gross little machines. They do nothing <laughs> except uh, just have the longest, wettest diarrhea farts that you can hear from across the room. And, um, those are usually accompanied by honest to God diarrhea. So, um, it's just milk going in and just diarrhea coming out 24 seven when she's not sleeping, of course. But it, I mean, the poop comes out 24 seven, even while she's sleeping, you know, but I'm no parent, but, um, I can imagine that when she's in her teens, she is going to love it when you tell this story, uh, when, when she has like sleepovers and stuff. We have been recording every fart that we can get in hopes of blackmailing her into being a good child later on in life. Yes. That has absolutely already been taking place. You should turn it into an app. Baby turn it fart into app. an app. Yeah. Mm. Like a like an app that every time it hears the the start of a four second long wet diarrhea fart from a baby, it'll start recording on your phone, and it'll just be called the future blackmailer app. I mean, I I guess that just seems like 
That just seems like a lot. I was just thinking about like, you know, just extra, just like, just like sound files that you can turn into ringtones and stuff. Oh, oh, you want me to make ringtones out of my daughter's farts? Yeah, why not? Good fart is a good fart. There's no reason to waste it, okay? I see no problem with that, honestly. Melissa's given me a, a look of uh, maybe we won't do that. But hey, you could at least get 99 cents for it. As long as I don't get 99 problems, Chris. <laughs> Comes with the in-app purchases. That's right. 99 <laughs> problems. Come with the in-app purchases. Oh, man. Oh, God. So, anywho's, uh, I hear tell that tonight is your episode? Oh, uh, you know what? Actually, there is, uh, one. Yes, it is my episode tonight. And, uh, just, just really, really fast. Um, there was just one bit of new business now that I'm still thinking about it. And that's just that I hope the people in Indianapolis and, uh, West Palm Beach appreciate their Christmas presents this year because, um, you're fucking welcome. Now get out of my way while I'm trying to drive. Fucking shitheads. Anyway. Oh, okay. So there, yes. it, it wasn't real presence. I was no, no, real presence. Hoping. Like that's what I'm doing. I'm genuinely, honestly, running Christmas presents. Big open cardboard oh. boxes full of individually wrapped Christmas presents. You're playing Santa Claus. I'm basically playing Santa Claus. Yes, between Man. Indianapolis and West Palm Beach. If the parents in between Indianapolis and West Palm Beach knew what kind of person you were, they would not want you delivering their presents. <laughs> oh, the seedy underbelly of the transportation game. Hey, gotta get there somehow. You know where else we gotta get somehow? To the topic of today's episode. No, well, yeah, we're moseying. We're moseying. It's it's a journey. It's a journey, which is one thing we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about journey. Just a small town girl. No, not that Living journey. Living in West Palm Beach, getting Christmas gifts from a stoner's truck. That's right. Because who doesn't love getting their stuff from a stoner's truck? I. You know what? I would I would literally get my groceries from a stoner's truck if I could. Although I probably <laughs> do. <laughs> well, I mean it probably gets there in a stoner's truck, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I mean, I might actually personally bring some of your groceries. You never know. I could bring them to the distribution center and the distribution center then takes them to the grocery store you buy them from. If you I were you know. and I were I were delivering uh, foodstuffs across the the land, I would lick every single thing in the back of that truck. <laughs> Ew. Mm-hmm. Ew. I don't even... That way, no matter where you go, you can be like, that's mine. And they'd be like, why? I'd be like, because I licked it. Oof. That would mean... No, that's a lot of work. That's way more work than I want to do. Sometimes it's like pallets on top of pallets worth of shit in there. Uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, it would take dedication, but it could be done. Anyway, so, Gross. coming up on 10 measly minutes into this show. Shut your face. 
people have if I mean we don't know this of course, but people have got to hate how long we talk before the episode sometimes. I would imagine sometimes they do, but um it's not always your fault either. But yeah. No. Um but they stick with us and we appreciate that. It's honestly amazing that anyone does, but yeah. <laughs> this is how we talk on the phone. Uh-uh. Indeed. Indeed, good sir. So, this evening, mm-hmm. this evening, on Chris and Jason Theater, mm-hmm. it's going to be a fun-filled adventure. Right, right. Filled with mystery, mm. intrigue, Ooh. gems, ah, Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. the Middle East, Oof. Europe. Loving it. It's going to be... It's going to be in jail, out of jail, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. motherfucking hippies and Uh. goddamn hash-smoking, opium-loving fucking fun and games. Give me more. Let's do it. So, back in the 60s, 60s and 70s, very late 50s, uh, I think is when it started, there was this, uh, you know, the counterculture starts popping up, and uh, there was this, let's say, pilgrimage of sorts mm-hmm. for the counterculture, for you to be an OG hippie, so to speak, I guess. Right. You know, for you to right, be right. recognized as the coolest of the cool. Um, <clears throat> and, and it was it made popular by... Those, uh, such as, like, uh, Jimi Hendrix mentioned something a lot, something about it, <clears throat> or not it specifically, but, um, I forget what he said. He said something about chilling in some fucking Indian country or something like that. You know, you had the Beatles <clears throat> eating acid and going to fucking India for a while. You had, uh, you had several, several people that were influential, um, people uh you know uh celebrities of the time that were that's right tastemakers yes and i think basically they were eating acid and then realizing that there has to be more is what it is like all of them ate, <laughs> ate acid at one point in time and then found themselves overseas trying to figure out what's re- what's really going on so um uh just just real quick since since you are someone that has and and uh allegedly does uh partake in, in psychedelic type uh goings on i i have just a a genuine question for that and i understand that after you take it you're like whoa mind was open there's so much more about everything uh i'm here to to posit the question if your mind only comes to that realization on a psychedelic um wouldn't it just be the psychedelic that makes you think that uh genuine question well, I guess that's the difference between uh, between knowing what the trip is and what it's not, or or what is the trip mm-hmm. and what isn't. Um, you know, f- I guess for the people, at least for myself, who, whose whose mind was opened uh, by that sort of thing, it, it's not like it taught me anything new necessarily. Mm-hmm. My mind was already geared towards knowing there has to be something other than what we're being taught 
um, and, and just more to the universe, more to to, to everything. <clears throat> because I'm a yes, yes. big fan of science and things like that in the first place. So, um, I mean, I, I absolutely agree with with that sentiment. Uh, I I guess it, in my head, I just kind of equate it to you know when I was super 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 big into opiates. Uh, when I would take a bunch of them, I would feel invincible. Uh, but that didn't mean I was actually invincible. It just meant I was on a drug. Right. Right. I mean, I mean, if you're, you know, there, there's always the, the, the person who's destined to work at McDonald's or the person who's destined to fall into a wood chipper. So cutting those people out of the, out of what we're talking about here, if you actually pay attention to your body and you pay attention to, your surroundings and how you feel and what's going on and what you're doing and why you're doing it type of shit. You know what I mean? Then, mm-hmm. then you should know what's the drug and what's not. You should know what feeling is happening and why. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, all of that together should, I don't know, for, for me anyway, if and when I do something, I, I just, I know what to expect. So I, I know. That's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'm sorry I I dragged this off so far, but I I had that as a, a thought and, and a ponderance for some time now. So I'm I had you uh, explain it. Thank you. It's a good layman type of question because that that's what that that's where part of the fear with uh, psychedelics and things come into play is that whole wives' tale about which is actually not a wives' tale. It honestly did happen. The whole dude who thought he could fly and jumped out of a second story window. Like that really happened. Oh yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's not to a certain point when the drug isn't honestly taking over your brain, uh, because you got to imagine a lot of a lot of your perception is chemicals, just as much as it is electricity. You know, all sure, sure. reacting in your brain. So introduction of certain chemicals into certain portions of your brain could very well put you in a whole schizophrenic. And I say schizophrenic right. just for lack of a better word, but like whole nother world altogether. Your brain can perceive that mm-hmm. you are on fucking Mars and you're standing in the middle of a grocery store, you know, real as day. Yeah. So. So, um, well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what you're telling everybody out there is that they should be trying crystal meth because that's made <laughs> with chemicals. Yeah, that's the safe one, kids. No, uh, not that's at all. That's the safe one. I will never, ever say that in my life. Um, move no. to Florida. No, no, no. Or just terrible parts of Texas. Um, so yeah, let's nope. get back to this. My apologies, sir. Thank you. The pilgrimage, otherwise known as the hippie trail or the overland trail, overland journey, overland trail, whichever, um, is this, this trek through Europe, um, all the way to, I mean, its furthest point, I believe, is Bangkok. When I look at this little map, is Bangkok. But <laughs> the main, uh, uh-huh, the main, uh, point to finish was supposed to be Kathmandu from some of the things that I've read is, is what the... How is the main point to finish not Bangkok? <laughs> Yeah, because some people were coming from there in the first place. Gross. Yeah. Coming from Bangkok. Super uh, gross. 
Um, like that video you sent me that one time of that chick punching that dude in the ball bag. Yeah. That was a that was a good one. That was a good one. That made me dry heave. <laughs> you needed that. So mm-hmm. Yeah, th- th- this is it's really fucking far actually. Um how many do you know uh distance-wise like how many miles or anything like that? Uh th- not specifically how many miles, but I'll get to like the 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 routes. And stuff like that, and, and okay, yeah, because you, know, you, you sent me the 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 map of it earlier, and it that is a far way. <laughs> it's fucking far. Um, so yeah, so so it was going on between the mid to late fifties all the way up to the late seventies um, between Europe and Southeast Asia, South Asia, uh, mainly through because this was the middle of the uh, of the course basically um so most of the traffic was actually going through iran afghanistan pakistan india and nepal um the hippie trail uh it was it was fucking crazy because you got to imagine hippies aren't the, the counterculture it's not known for following the rules so you can't you, you can't imagine these people are going out here with a lot of money Right, these are fucking backpackers. Um, yeah, I mean, the, it does take a, a fair bit of coin to to get there. You would I'm guessing think, you would think you can't just you can't just hop a train to fucking Europe if you're from America. No, you're right. You're right. You got to get at least to that far on, on actual money. Right. But but from that point on, it, it's actually um, it's not as difficult as one would think. Um, no, it's all it's all just a good vibes currency at that point. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs> well, good vibes and sexual favors. So, fun fact: um, hippie. Mm. The term hippie was actually the replacement for um, the term beatnik, which uh, are still really? yeah, yeah. It's just so, so a, a hippie is a is a is a a graduated. Uh, Beatnik? Well, you or know, like an evolved beatnik. You know how slang changes, like every five, or six years or so. Definitely every decade, there's new slang, and uh, yeah, that was the one that popped huh. up. Uh, huh. Mid late. I haven't 60s. noticed the whole uh, ch- change in slang thing because I have literally exclusively been called cracker since I was like ten. That's awful. Why do you stand for such? I mean, things? not if you not if you like crackers. I guess, but you know, are you which which set do you claim? Do you claim Ritz or Townhouse or? I like the half pretzel, half cracker crackers. Oh, oh, I see. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all right. I'm all about in- inclusivity, buddy. Those are not bad. Those are not bad. Mm-mm. So yeah, I... buttery, salty. Mm. <laughs> that whole I'm not really big on pretzels personally um, mm. so as you can imagine uh, after once once the fucking countries that, that the trail passed through realized how many westerners were flooding through um, they started trying to capitalize on it so at every major stop 
you would see like there would be cafes or uh, restaurants or you know pubs and little places that would that would pop up. There would be like uh, bus right. tours, that, things to cater to these these uh, supposedly wealthy uh, white kids that have popped up in your your area to uh, to go worship some frog or something <laughs> right 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 worshiping frogs um i guess if that's what jason would have done as a hippie uh more power to him no. but um you know what jason would have done as a hippie stayed home he killed himself long ago hey <laughs> just nipping that in the bud real quick that's a bit much don't you think yeah, I'm sorry. Don't you think? I mean, the mother of my child is a hippie. So even though I am not okay with hippiness in general, mm-hmm. I was going to say. Past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you have uh, mm-hmm. close ties with said? <sighs> anyway. I have, I have ties as close as close could be. As close as close on. could be. Now, especially. Uh, mm-hmm. You're a terrible person. Mhm. Yeah, they um they 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 popped up little shops and shit, little markets and stuff everywhere that basically tried to cater more exclusively to them. Not I mean for all kinds of reasons as you can imagine. Um not right, only right. not only for their money, but just for their just for the fact that they know they're going to be able to to, you know, I guess not so much be safer there, but they're more comfortable there if other people, are, if they're being right, catered right, right. to the way they're used to, more so the way they're used to. They're more likely to tell their other gross friends that there are patchouli shops as far as the eye can see. Exactly. And every third, every third covered building sells just the best handmade hacky sacks. Don't you know it? Don't you know it? So, and, and Jamaican hats, crocheted hats that nobody wears because they have mm-hmm. dreads. Um, That's right. <clears throat> With fake dreads <laughs> sewn in for a laugh. Uh, I never actually bought a pair of those, but I think I would look awesome with dreads. Anyway. Um, nope. Uh-uh. I'm not going to let that slide. I'll, I'll, uh-uh. I would never actually do it, but I think I'd look alright with it. You don't, have, you don't have the neck meat that's needed to have a proper head of dreads. The what? Uh, you got a you got a tiny little fragile neck that would crack under the weight is what I'm saying. Oh. You suck. Sorry. You suck. Truth bomb, boom. Anywho. Mm-hmm. The route. So <clears throat> says journeys would typically start from cities in Western Europe, often London, Copenhagen, West Berlin, Paris, Amsterdam, or Milan. Many from the United States took Icelandic airlines to Luxembourg and started from there. Uh, but then they went uh, and uh, basically started from, um, they all went to Istanbul, because when you look at the actual map, uh, it, it, it looks like it starts in Istanbul. So mm. mm-hmm. Istanbul uh, and then... the was the, Constantinople. It was at one point. Um the, the the route splits uh, as well. 
So you got uh, the usual northern route passed through Tehran, which is Iran, um, and a couple mm-hmm. of these others that I don't know where the fuck they are. Middle Eastern. Other Rons and things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only know Tehran because we already talked about it in an alien episode. Um, there was a, a run-in. So, uh, Herat, Kandahar, Kabul, Peshawar, and Lahore on to India, Nepal, and Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. An alternative route uh, was from Turkey, uh, Turkey via Syria, Jordan, Iraq, to Iran and Pakistan. Uh, it says to, to the to the modern day ear, that sounds like just a terrifying route that shouldn't be taken. So right. maybe we should let people know that back then, those places were much more chill than they are today. Much um, more chill. Although I think that the smarter idea would just be, uh, a, a, my route would be, I would take a, a plane to, to Southeast Asia. Yeah, just straight there. Yeah. Agreed. Then you don't have to, you don't have to go through the desert. You don't have to deal with ugh, hippies. It's a lot safer that way. <clears throat> mm. Uh, all travelers had to cross the Pakistan India border at Ganda Singhwala, or later at Wagha, which I don't know what that is, but, um, Delhi, Varanasi, Goa, Kathmandu, or Bangkok were the usual destinations in the east. Kathmandu mm-hmm. actually still has a road, uh, which I am not going to pronounce, but they nicknamed it Freak Street. You've been doing such a good job so far. No, I have no idea how to pronounce this language is anything. Try um, it. Try it. No, I mean, it doesn't look like it's spelled too crazy, but I <laughs> I would pronounce it as if it were some kind of damn near Spanish-style word, and it, I know it's not. It's uh, probably something gotcha. fucking crazy. It would crazy. just sound like some, some sort of tapa. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but they nicknamed it Freak Street um, during this Freak time. Street. Yeah, because that's also mm-hmm. one of the things they called the hippies back in the day. Um Freak Street? Freaks. Duh. Oh. Freaks. Come on now. They call lots of people freaks. Yeah. So, and that, that's been a thing for quite a while. So it was nicknamed Freak Street, and uh, today most of the shit is fucking along the way is just destroyed or demolished due to um, pick a conflict or an issue for why this would happen in any of these goddamn countries. Um... But yeah, shit happened, and most of the, the markers and landmarks and stuff like that are, are gone. There is, uh, this one, there, there's a pudding shop, apparently, that a bunch of people, that was one of the main stops. And, and along the way, in some of these restaurants and bars and shit like that, like, the hippies would, like, write notes to each other and shit. Like, they would put tips, like, Aww. write tips on the walls and, and, and all of that kind of stuff, so. They would know, okay, well... And, like, do you like me, like me? Check yes or no. Yeah, and Jason and Cheese forever. Oh, God. If only. For life, y'all. For Mm. life. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. We roll dogs, yo. So, at one point, that was a really cool thing to do. 
It was like mm-hmm. the fucking going to a pudding shop was a very cool thing to do. At one not point. the fucking pudding. It's focusing on the wrong what? part of the story. Why not? I mean, the pudding was cool or whatever, but I'm talking about <clears throat> the hippie trail. I'm talking about the pilgrimage. I'm talking about the pilgrimage. Oh. So in, in that case, like, is it's it's certainly more of a uh, a journey than a destination, correct? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's all about the journey. Got you, yeah. got you, got you. It's it's that's it's that's to seek enlightenment. Chris, shut up. Eh? AKA life. Yeah, the journey, man. The idea is to seek enlightenment along the way to learn about new cultures and stuff like that and, you know, to enjoy life, as it were. Um, Have they ever heard of books or? Oh, I'm sure they know about books. Okay, cool. I'm going to stop interrupting you and let you uh, continue. So we have these these cafes. We have this awesome trail to all of these hard-to-pronounce places that will lead every God-fearing Rasta to enlightenment. That's right. And a lot of these countries, if, uh, if you didn't know, are producers in such party favors as uh, hashish, uh, opium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. So, yeah, they're uh, they're full of the full 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 of it. Our our military knows that all too well. Yeah, which is uh, one of the good reasons or main reasons that uh, this was what it was. I mean, it really. I guess I, I, I mean I don't want to I don't want to blame it on the the celebrity influence entirely, but I mean that's always well, been yeah. a thing. Yeah, if uh, you know if fucking Paul McCartney says they give great hand jobs at this fucking gas station in fucking Punxsutawney, I'm gonna check out that gas station at least for shits and gigs. You know? Yeah. Especially if he makes a whole album on it that totally changes their whole style and is still fucking whatever was supposed to be amazing back in those days. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was cool. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it, the, there must be something to this. So let's everybody try it. Or we make up our own mind. So yeah, there was, um, Right, I, I mean, mean we could work do that, too, though. I guess so, <laughs> you know, thinking for yourself is <laughs> it really is. It's actually <laughs> quite a bit more difficult in many I situations. Say. I say, let somebody else do the thinking for once. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if, sometimes if you learn from other people's mistakes, it probably is the best way to go. Yeah, I nah, do. I mean. Actually, <laughs> yes. Please. I don't know. Makes sense to me, anyway. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a it was a pretty cool thing. I I can honestly say it would. There's there's probably a lot of cool shit to see oh, along sure. the way in in a lot of those countries. There's there's tons of cool shit. So it probably was pretty fucking awesome to do. And there was um there was a couple, uh, and this is before 
The Lonely Planet. This is basically like the first edition of The Lonely Planet's Traveler's Guide. Um, not named that, but it stemmed from uh, this couple doing their pilgrimage on the hippie trail and when they got back they wrote uh this book which i found the entire thing i sent you a picture of the cover of it earlier um and uh i found that it's a website where the dude uh, or woman or whoever uh basically photocopied the the spread of each page and uploaded it so you can read the whole book but it's in pictures Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, it's just so, like, you know, that's just like kind of funny, but or whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do it. I'm not either. But other people should. So, basically, yeah. what they did, though, is they, they got back and they wrote this book. Uh, what the fuck is it called? Let me dig up this name. It's, it's called actually, Fuck It's Sandy Out Here. You got to get past all these gifts Jason likes to send. <laughs> that was fun. Oh, turd burglars. That squirrel really did take my fry. I believe it. A hungry little fuck. Uh, fuck, I've, I can't remember what the fuck it's called. Uh, but it, it's, it's, they basically wrote a traveler's guide. So, places to sit, mm-hmm. places to sleep, places to get food, places to, you know, what, what to expect at this border, oh. who's got the good hash. It's like hobo signs outside farmhouse fences and stuff. Well, yeah, but that's that's more like what they would write on the walls in the places. This was an actual book oh. written for them to take the trip. Like, if you're going to go this way, this these these countries have this, and watch out for this, and fucking all of that mm-hmm. kind of shit. But they basically wrote it from the standpoint of, of uh, wait, what? Uh, well, the, the name of the book is Head East. Travel cheap, fifty cents to two dollars a day. Istanbul to Kathmandu, Turkey, Iran, Afghanistan, Pakistan, India, and Nepal. I'm not a hundred percent sure that's the actual name. I thought it was named something else, like there was a subtitle to it or something. But uh, um, but yeah, but but that was that was also one of the main things was for them to write it from the standpoint of being as inexpensive as possible to do this trip, like how to right, 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 where to. F- shop and all that kind of fun stuff how to make all of these locals in the places that you visit who are expecting rich white westerners to show up and spend their their money there uh how to make them look like fools to their family that's right and not spend a penny how to haggle at the open markets and uh put them in their fucking places that's right the only thing we pay full price for is drugs, because, man, are we hippies. Yeah, those dirty little turd merchants. think they're going to mm-hmm. pull one Give over Give me some on sandals. <sighs> so. Play some frisbee. Amongst all of these awesome things going on on the hippie trail, there was also danger that lurked around the corner. Wah, wah, wah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. It was it was a little late, but it was it was it was close enough. I think you can you can change it and you can uh, fix it in editing. I, I'll fix it in post. Yeah, should be fine. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. So, what kind of danger you say? I didn't, but I will now. <laughs> None other than the infamous serpent himself, 
a Mr. Charles Sobarage, who has a real name that is not Charles, and it's it's long. Okay, let's just call him Mr. Serpent. We're going to call him Senor Serpento. Okay. As long as we're not all confused about it, I'm fine. <laughs> Senor Serpento was, uh, he, he was, he was an interesting guy. He was born in 1944. Uh, his actual, well, I mean, his name is Charles Sobrage. Um, <clears throat> but at one point, and this is, as per the words of the media, this guy was the world's most wanted. The world's most wanted criminal. Hmm. That's fucking huge. Yeah, to be to be and, on and the world's most wanted list is it's gotta be a badge of honor for any criminal, but to be the number one person on the the entire Earth's most wanted criminal list that has to be uh that them's bragging rights is what them's is. <laughs> them's fucking bragging rights, man. And he did quite a bit of that as well, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that it was. Now you know you got to imagine the media's gonna blow up shit that's not well, yeah. nearly as big a deal as some other shit that's really happening. We all know but, what a um, slow news day is, Chris. Right, 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 right. Either way. This guy is, uh, he's got the shit going on. Man, this, this, this dude did a hell of a lot more than, uh, a lot of our other killers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say, I would say he, he's, he's right up there with good old Carl. Ah. Good old fucking. So he just made yeah, a lifestyle. Like he, he, uh, yes. an, unab- an unabashed a hole all the way. It was his goal, and like this, this was his lifestyle. Yes, and and he just just like Carl, he had run-ins, he had shit go well for him, shit go terrible for him, and somehow the motherfucker kept getting away. <laughs> he just, which is how he earned the name the Serpent, which we'll go into. But um, but yeah, that's how he earned that name. Indeed. Um, yeah, this this guy's this guy's pretty cool. So he is of Vietnamese and Indian uh, descent. His mom was Vietnamese, dad was Indian. That sounds like um, a weird mix, but they are super close together. It's just I don't I don't know. I, I you don't hear a, a whole lot about half Vietnamese, half Indian people. I guess. Right. right. Maybe yeah, in Vietnam well, and or I India guess they're fairly do, close together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're both technically still considered Asia. Right, know? right. That so, would be like my dad being from California and my mom being from Florida. Right, yeah. Why would that happen? Oh, I don't know. There's no I reason for that. No. Gross is what I'm saying. There's no reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, shortly after he was born, his dad split, and um, hmm. it's assumed Surprising. that his mom... Yeah, his mom always blamed him for it. Also surprising. Um, She was an angry one. So shortly thereafter, though, she met um, a French 
dude who was in the service who was stationed down that way, mm-hmm. and uh, they hooked it up, and he agreed to take young Charles in as Aww. his own, as act- to actually adopt him. But Aww. as the years went on, he and she had mass children's together, and so mm-hmm. they basically, you know, they say he had less, he, he received less attention, less fatherly attention. Uh, well, I mean, I, as the years went on, so he, he should have maybe have been of age to to uh, find his fatherly attention from uh, maybe uh, an old blind black man with a white beard that plays chess in the park on Sundays. In Saigon, yeah. I yeah, mean, I'm sure that was going to happen. I, oh, there's one in every city. Every city. <laughs> it's like it's like they get a card in Braille, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, oh, and they it, learn to read it. That says, "Okay, we need a we need a blind black dude in this city." Don't you dare go died. up and apply for that fucking card unless you're actually blind. Because even though you will not get the job, they will poke your eyes out. I have no use for that card. I can't play chess to save my fucking life. Uh, you're also not I'm old or black, at it. as far as I know. Exactly. Are you old and black, Chris? Exactly. It's the only thing not. that you don't have in common with that guy is that you can't play chess. <laughs> well, give out only. give out folksy old black guy wisdom and such. I mean, I'm half black, but that doesn't count. I'm not old or, yeah. like, blind. Yeah. So. Hmm. Well, you know what? I think that uh, this silly little thing that I brought up has gone on long enough. And and I'll let it die off now. Yeah, you got to work on your on your timing. Mm-hmm. At the end of the episode, we're gonna have a in memoriam for it. <laughs> it's gonna show pictures Which, from its life. <laughs> that's awful, and uh, I'll thank you not to do that. So it's thought <laughs> that uh, fucking. Charles's mom getting this new boyfriend and all this other shit was in retaliation to uh, his dad running away and getting a new wife. Um, oh, so she yeah, she did like split. a like a vengeful uh, fucking a Frenchman. Yeah, 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 kind of. But then it just kept going on from there. Yeah. So that started that the French guy came around when he was four. Um, and at that time, in in the Indochina area, um, it was saying it, it says, which I am not a history person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess the French colonial troops uh, were fighting some kind of fucking hopeless battle against Viet Minh communist rebels. Okay, um, sounds like <clears> something <throat> that could have happened. So I'm down with it. Yeah. So the shit was going on all around him all the time, and you know it, it's. He says he witnessed many terrible things before he was even ten years old. Type shit, hmm. uh, which is pretty fucking sad. Yeah, but a lot of that shit happens all over the place, and there's a lot of kids that witness a lot of terrible shit. I, I was actually just about to say sad. that a lot of the, uh, the the horrible killers that we speak about. Uh, did have to deal, uh, especially it seems that the worst came out of uh, areas that, you know, war was going on in and around. 
in their most yeah. formative years. And uh, but just like you said, lots of fucking kids went through that shit. Um, that doesn't make every kid that goes through it a horrible serial killer, of course. So hmm. you're absolutely right. Uh, I I think. I mean, the more and more I, I, I give thought to this type of thing and how it happens and why it happens and all that, I'm getting more convinced uh, that it that it has more to do with physiology and chemistry than anything else. Mm-hmm. I mean, psychology plays a good part, sure, but uh, the physiology and the chemistry part of it, some people are just born to be crazy as fuck because that's the way their brain is folded. Right, Not exactly. Because, exactly. you know, and it's the same way with animals and shit. You can have just a dumb motherfucking dog or just a crazy ass cat. Motherfucker is just evil as shit. And that's just what happens. He attacks feet. That's what he does. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It just, and, and you know, I'm, it, what, there's all kinds of shit that's making me look at it, at, at look at things that way, though, is, uh, you know, everything from, sexual fetishes or just even non-sexual fetishes mm-hmm. uh but but things like that like why are why does it seem like people are are just inherently meant to do certain tasks like they're just amazing at this one task you know why does um, it, it, it i mean people are who knows man who knows uh, it's um that, that's why the debate of uh, nature versus nurture is still a thing, because who the fuck? Knows? Well, sure. Who the fuck knows if it's? I mean, now it's who brought you up or who fucking brought you in? You know. Right, right, right. Now I'm gonna do an episode, and that might be a, a fucking multi-parter. Uh, but I, eventually, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to doing the Akashic Record, and. Um, that's where that's that that's kind of where my thought processes are, are sitting right now is more so along those lines but um <clears throat> but like that's the thing and it, it even when things haven't been invented yet there's someone who's meant to come along and invent that and and then there's someone who's meant to come along and master the use of that and then change the game on the use of that and this and that and this and fucking that and on 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 and on. But you're making and I don't it sound say like meant for that. I, it, it, you're making it sound like that uh, that we have no free will, that everything is predetermined for us, that you and I were meant to do this stupid show for for big stupid dum dums, uh, and that's why we do well, it. That's exactly what I'm trying not to say. Oh, well, you're doing a terrible job of it. Continue. But it does seem that if you don't think about it in the sense of, uh, of let's say, someone writing history, you know, mm-hmm. think of it more along the lines of a constant loop. Okay. Maybe it is. Um, maybe it is. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it's already already been done like a million times, and we're just doing it again. We've I mean, already done it. Maybe everything is uh, uh, fucking ants. Maybe everything is ants all the time. Everything is ants. Mm. 
No, uh, no, I'm not following you there. But perhaps there is a, a different timeline and and you know dimension where where everything is ants. Mm-hmm. And that's where the Akashic. That's what kind of what the Akashic record is. It, it's it's all the information in the universe floating all around you all the time because mm-hmm. the universe is everything that ever is, was, and will be. So all the information of everything that could happen has happened and will happen is right. there now. Right, right, right. You just have to tap into it. And so the serpent is the one that wrote this book? No, no, no. What the fuck are you... What book? What are you talking about? I'm trying to get back to the guy. Come on, man. I'm sorry. Don't be Don't be upset with me. I'll do better. Don't make me come after you. I would love for you to come don't after me. Come me. after you. I want to meet you, know, you so bad. You know, I get bad. easily I have confused when you say weird the shit. Biggest, I have the biggest hug, just totally locked and loaded at all times for you, just in case you you just pop up randomly one day. For my testicles. It is going to make you feel uncomfortable. How much you enjoy it. Mm. <sighs> so. Anyways, um, where the fuck was I? Now Jason fucking distracted me with hugging my nuts. Oh, um, I distracted you to talk about the Akashic Record for fucking 20 minutes. No, but yeah, but there was a reason that I was talking about that. Yeah, because we were talking about he grew up in like a shitty fucking war-torn part of the world. Oh, And yeah. it fucked him up, but not everybody gets fucked up that way. Right, right. Right, 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 right. So, so yeah, I'm thinking it's more, it's, it's really more physiological and chemical for why people get fucked up that way than, um, than it is psychological. But psychological obviously does play a big part. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it, 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 this particular person too, it, he, he's quoted, for and I'm not going to read the quote because I don't have it in front of me right now. But but saying something along the lines of he he doesn't want to be called or known as a serial killer because that wasn't his motive. Mm. And and that's the thing about this one is he's got possibly twelve, more mm. likely that it's twelve um, bodies under his belt. Right. Right. It wasn't his, that wasn't the pleasure that he got. It, it was a means to an end. It was business. It was all gotcha. part of. <clears throat> so, uh, so just like, like a, in his mind, just like a contract killer for the mob wouldn't necessarily be kinda, labeled yeah. as a serial killer, even if he had a huge number because it was his job to kill. Right. Right. And that, that was the thing. He, he's, he's actually quoted saying they got in his way or. They had something he wanted, so he took it. Hmm. Uh, did he try asking? Hmm. Or did he jump straight to the whole murder thing? No, well, it wasn't... Yeah, I guess he did kind of try to ask, but it wasn't uh, that he just jumped straight to murder either. Hold on. Okay. We might have a door slam here in a minute. Let's do it. Door slam time. Because uh, Uncle Mike is... Part barbarian. Uncle Mike, born in a barn. Hurry up. Hurry up. You gonna slam the door or what? Huh? 
Slam the door already. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Oh, you guys I, are I like an old married you. Jewish couple. Oh. There's a text. Anyway. Mm-hmm. No, we're not done. I don't even know how far we're in. We are almost <clears> at <throat> an hour. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shit. Okay. <sighs> so, yeah, where was I? Um, you were at. They were in his way, so he offed them. Oh yeah, yeah. So he did what he had to do to get what he wanted. Basically, it was his motivation. It it had nothing to do with an enjoyment for killing or a desire to kill or an urge to kill or anything like that. So so um, more of more of a sycophant than a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, he just didn't care. He he had no conscience about it. He just didn't care. It wasn't a big deal to him. And, well, and I think after st- the first one he really realized that, oh, wow, fuck, that's that not easy. nearly as bad as I thought. Indeed. Well, when you see the world as ants, it's easy to to step on stuff. Yeah, they just squash them along the way. No big mm-hmm. deal. So, uh, he was not a fan of Europe. And being that his mom married the French dude, a French guy sent him to boarding school in France. Um, mm-hmm. And Laugh a yeah, minute. he sucked. Or he hated that, I should say. Um, it sucked for him. Good. He was in Paris. And yeah, being half fucking Vietnamese and half Indian, he was uh, basically made fun of and bullied and picked on and all that kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I can imagine. That is not uh that's not a far off thing to think about in the <laughs> right what nineteen fifties in France being half Indian, half Vietnamese, um fifty three in, yeah. in in French boarding school. Uh it sounds like it was probably kind of a tough time. But that's where he picked up the name Charles, uh because apparently he did he was some in charge. fucking yeah. spot on yeah. Spot on fucking impression of Scott Bayo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man the base. Uh, <laughs> so, which he, he actually dig that one and it stuck for him. So, uh, yeah, it, he was a bedwetter. He was a tantrum thrower. Mm. Um, apparently he ran away twice all the way back to Saigon from Paris. Jesus. In his teens. This kid had wow. balls. Like That's he, like Forrest Gump level knows, running. Seriously, like he knows no fear. This kid went all the way back to fucking Vietnam to try to stay with his pops, and mm-hmm. uh, his pops was like, "No, hell no," like, and no, sent I'm, him I'm, back. I'm good. I'm good. You should uh, send you should him go back to France. <laughs> That's so fucked up, right? So yeah, his dad sent it. I left once already. Now I gotta fucking send mm-hmm. you away. So sent his ass all the way back to France twice. Um, twice. I love it. I love that he didn't get the hint the first time. 
Yeah. Uh, finally, it says it says finally he agreed to pay his passage for a trial visit home, in in Saigon. His dad agreed to pay for a ticket for mm-hmm. him to come home and see how it went, mm-hmm. um, and the ticket never came. <laughs> That's hey, you know what? I can relate. That's just like uh, when I was a kid, my dad would be like, "I'm coming to pick you guys up on Saturday to go to Toys R Us." I'll be there at fucking noon or whatever, and then I'd be sitting by the front door, just just so happy and, ex- and like, yeah, I get to go to fucking Toys R Us. And he still has not taken me to Toys R Us. That's so sad. It is pretty sad, yeah. Especially since Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore. So, yes, it does. <clears throat> um, no, they all closed, buddy. No, they didn't. There's one in fucking. Fucking, fucking, fucking mm-hmm. Clearwater, yeah. I think. Yeah, there was one there, and now it's closed. <laughs> Since when? Since, like, two months ago. Baby, when did they close all the Toys R Us's? Couple months? Six months ago? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're done, buddy. Unacceptable. Uh, somebody did buy them, they and, fucking... and they're going to bring it back in some capacity or another. But for now, there is no Toys R Us. So, unfortunately... They went on me. We have all been forced to grow up because we can no longer be Toys R Us kids. How did I miss that going out of business sale? There are no longer millions of toys at Toys R Us that I can play with. No bikes, no trains, no video games. It's the most closed toy store there is. Now I have to grow up because son of a bitch, there's no more Toys R Us to be a kid. Nicely done. Thank you, sir. Nicely done. Thank you. All on the spot, too. Well done. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, after being just completely heartbroken by this ticket never showing up, uh, young Charlie got so angry at the world, he, he decided to start robbing motherfuckers. I would say that that is <laughs> a, a fair reaction. <laughs> Yeah, he started wiling out and like a fucking angry teenager and robbing people, and that got him sent to jail. At least once. In France? At least once. Yeah, in France. Okay. Um. So he finally makes it though on his own. Finally makes it back to fucking Vietnam, uh, and. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't last long. Well, it yeah, because now he, now he's he's wearing a beret and all he's eating is baguettes. Just how t- <laughs> nobody can stand that that long, Jesus. Nah, you know his dad liked his uh, single pimp lifestyle, mm-hmm. so he shipped him off to live with India with uh, relatives in India. Okay. After he apparently went on a joyride or something and wrecked his dad's car, his dad was like, "Nope." Ah, so his dad was okay with him going back to live with him and everything. It was just that he was At a first. dick and uh, and wrecked his car joyriding it. I mean, that's not a father's lack of love for his son. That's a, a dad that's had just about enough of this bullshit and I ain't going to take it no more. Just You're going to go live enough. with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. That's right. That's right. 
You better stop it there. I will destroy you. So I got um, the whole thing locked and loaded, Chris. I can do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't fucking do it. Um, so yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, shortly thereafter, he popped up in Saigon again, and his dad sent him back to France. Finally, he was like, what the fuck? I don't know what else to do with you. Please Motherfucker, apparently you can travel door. the whole world. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I don't know. There's nowhere I can send you where you won't pop back up. So, send him back to France. Um, back in Paris, apparently, he was locked up again twice for auto theft. Um, when he came out of jail the second time, uh, with his short-lived desire to, quote-unquote, go straight, mm-hmm. wound up finding a job, getting married, um, oh, shit, my back hurts, ow, weird <laughs> about, kink, I was sitting funny, Sorry. About where, about <laughs> where are we at, uh, in, in his timeline here, how old is he, what year is it, when he gets a job and married? I want to say super early twenties. Okay, so uh, I don't know exactly. Normal time to do to do that kind of thing back then. So uh, probably early early twenties. Got you, got you. Yeah, because any of these times that he's been locked up already, it's not for long, at all. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the, I'm guessing boys will be boys. Probably, you know, uh, added itself into to his sentencing quite a bit. Pretty much, pretty much. So. He, that whole going straight thing was fairly short-lived as uh, he tried to forge a couple of checks on his sister's bank account and uh, was thrown back in jail. Um, uh, so shortly thereafter, he was, he was freed because his sister dropped the charges and uh, he continued bouncing checks. <coughs> Till he got up about thirty thousand francs. Mm, that's a lot of guys named Frank. It is. A, it's a decent amount of francs. Uh, and then took his wife to Bombay. Uh, it just so, a wife at this point. No, no children. Yeah, no children just okay. yet. Okay. Not just yet. So, yeah. At this point, though, he's he's basically thrown in the towel. On being a good person, and um, well, yeah, it just seems like it's really hard to do, you know, like, like God, I'm trying so hard, and and like, like it, you know, it's still like just it's just like way too hard or whatever. So you know, fuck that, you know, fuck pff, whatever. Uh, just make his money on crime. It totally mm-hmm. does pay. Yes, and it pays fr- in francs. Francs, and you can have your choice of francs. You can have. Frank, who's a guy named Frank, or you can have Frank, who is a hot dog. Mm. Yeah, or just a French dude. What are you feeling like today? Uh, not a hot dog, that's for damn sure. So and dude named Frank. not French dudes. It's on its I way. I don't want dudes. French named dude named Frank. Frank eating hot dogs on its way. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Your order has been shipped. <clears throat> it's disgusting. So, yeah. He took his wife, headed to Bombay, and from there he proceeded to just 
fucking be a criminal. He was an international con man and smuggler, specializing in the theft of passports from American and European tourists. Sweet. Sometimes he would fucking rob jewelry stores and shit like that. Sometimes he would just rob people. And basically, yeah, that's what he would try to do. He'd just try to take your passports and your money and leave you stranded in another country fucking scared and alone. You know, I, to go. And yeah, I hate to say this, but it's like, it almost seems like he's like kind of a jerk. <laughs> you think? A little bit, yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, most killers are for in some way or another, but yeah, this guy's... um but, 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 but he's not really like a jerk, like directly to your face. You know, he's not oh, like, okay. so, haha, here's a knife uh, in your otherwise, face you, you, and a you really dick need in to, your butt. You need to befriend first. You befriend, and then when their back is turned, that's when you bend them over. Pretty much. Or later on, as you'll see, he starts being the one to turn their backs for them. And, and, you know, so, when he gets tired of waiting. Well, you know, that's nice, too. Metaphorically. Because now you don't, have to, you don't have to take care of it. You know what I mean? You, that's like a, you set it and forget it, I think, is, is what they say. you got a schedule to keep up with here. And if everything works along, you know, on your timeline, then, mm-hmm. you know, all the better. Like so he started to be making dead do that. Three days ago. I think it's about time that... Exactly. Hey, what's that over there? <laughs> He was never that crude. He's actually a pretty, pretty clever dude. So by this point, um, if you hadn't imagined it, I'll come out and say it. This motherfucker smo- spoke several different languages. Oh yeah, fluently. That's Europe in general, right? For sure. But yeah, yeah. From being Vietnam and and all the, and all the places he's been through and without. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So. He's cultured. He's obviously intelligent enough to to keep up with <laughs> everything he's got going on mm-hmm. and has had going on. I mean, fuck, man, just the balls alone to travel that many countries away as a teenager by yourself, like that's where fuck. Huh? Wow. What? Just wow! That's that's oh. that's. I thought you were commenting on something big... that was happening to you, and I got scared. But uh, yeah, no, no. really, because that's that's from France to fucking to to goddamn Bombay, uh, India is that's quite. It's not a hop, skip, and a jump, man. Yeah, that's a that's a ways to go as a teenage boy, uh, just to see a dad that doesn't give a shit about you. So. Right, or, or even just to escape, or just for any damn reason. How many times? God damn. Indeed. That's Indeed. a long way. So, yeah, that whole time he's robbing fucking people and this and that just to get the money to do all these things, and he just got used to it. And it's basically his thing is that he he's smart, he's clever. Mm-hmm. He speaks a buttload of different languages, so he he and he knows the cultures of all these places that he goes to. At this point, he's been there enough damn times, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So he's he knows how to get around, man. 
I mean, it really is, is. It really is like. Uh, I mean, every experience he's had so far in his life has tailor made him for this life. So exactly. Yeah, that, that's that's, uh, that's the that funniest guy. part about this whole. Yeah, this whole thing is that this guy is perfect for this. Um, and as it goes along, you'll see. Uh, yeah, you know, he trips up a couple times, but um, but yeah, if, if man, if he could have, if he would have had just certain little points of training, this motherfucker could have could have just gotten away and never ever. I I don't know who, back. who you think trains people like this because you said the same thing in the Carol Cott uh, episodes that you know hey. if Carol Cott had had some training. He, he'd have made it far. Well, uh, where's this school you know of that is People training do this. psychopaths to be better psychopaths, Chris? People do this. I'm just saying, hypothetically. I'm <sighs> okay. sure there's a timeline and a dimension <laughs> where there's a guy... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. I just, you know, I never got the acceptance letter, and I, maybe I'm just a little salty. That's all. Well, no, because you're soft. You I am fucking... soft. I'm super soft. I'm like you... Pillsbury Doughboy soft. Melissa likes it. Melissa Baby said, love. I don't like muscles and such. Mm-hmm. Show me that, <laughs> show me that, fla- <laughs> that flab. I like a man to have titties, is what she said. <laughs> I'm sure she did. I can oh. imagine that she's that kind of freak. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> she's super freaky. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so, yeah, this this dude. So now you got you, you got all of these fucking drugged out tripping ass fucking hippies running mm-hmm. all around these countries and now which happens this... to be his fucking his criminal playground yes exactly all of these countries <laughs> every one of them were this guy's criminal playground and uh here he is slithering in and out in and out basically just doing whatever the fuck he wanted and and it was it was a few decades, as a matter of fact, that this guy did what he did and uh, just bounced in and out like it wasn't a big deal. Any, like, uh, <clears throat> arrests or fucking imprisonments in this this time period? Um, up until the point that we've talked, that, 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 that we've gotten in the story so far, mm-hmm. yeah, there's been, like, four arrests. Well, and I mean, he's gone to other jail, than like, the ones three or four times. Sp- the other than the ones that you've specifically already noted. Oh, coming up, yeah, there there will be a few more. Which okay. so far, yeah, he hasn't even earned, technically earned the name the serpent yet, okay. but he will. But he was and, calling uh, himself and that already, and you know, no, he, he will. No, 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 no. That the cops being, gave him that name. I was being silly, Chris. Jesus Christ, man. Oh, God. Can't even be silly well, on this stupid show for idiots. <laughs> Sometimes you don't change the tone of your voice. Yeah, it's because to reflect silliness. Uh, sarcasm just happens with me, and it hurts yeah. other people a lot. So there, it does that just hurt my feelings? I really wish you'd That's stop crying did. 
because you're really making me That's feel bad it about it. I hope you're happy. You know, so, I, I think I am happy. So that's where we are. And I think, uh, personally, even though we're a little early, that's actually probably the best stopping point for the first episode. The next okay. episode, in that case, will be jam-packed with all of the fun adventures uh, along the good old hippie trail. Genuinely super excited. Uh, because, as I told you uh, before we started, I... I still didn't know the the specifics of this guy but i do remember a while ago seeing like an a and e special about him so i know the the general feel of what we're getting into and i know it's fuck nuts crazy so i'm super fucking excited about that first of all uh second of all uh a, a good job chris good job this week i did try I appreciate that you appreciate it. Yeah, it, it's called it's positive reinforcement uh, because what <laughs> people say about that is if somebody's doing a terrible job and you're just like good job, it's like they try harder to get that praise again. You know? Oh, I see. So you want me to start climbing the ladder? Uh, no, no. Maybe yeah, I'll I, just have to let you down a few more times, and then till you get used to that again, and then I'll give you one more good job, and then. You know, yeah, I'll I mean, really, who else? Fuck that. I, I I don't have the time to groom someone else to take over my illustrious position. So I have to mold you. I have to take this this clay of a human being, and I have to have to put on that song by the Isley Brothers, and I have to have my dead husband stand behind me, and we mold you sexually into something that can be used. Well, I didn't at first, but now I take offense to the word clay, and uh, I'll thank you to leave my sexual preferences out of this. So, Play-Doh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. Molding Chris right. out of Play-Doh. <laughs> That's right. I'm Using the pasta maker orange. to make his hair so he can finally have dreads. Believe that. And I want to go to the hamburger shop. And I want to eat that weird ass Play-Doh hamburger. Mm-hmm. Do you ever eat Play-Doh when you were a kid? You ever you ever make Play-Doh? No, food hell no. Good? You wanted to taste it. I, well, I made the Play-Doh food, but I never actually tasted it. No. It same. I, I, I watched the other kids. I don't understand do it. how people do. Uh, just get that smell. Like you, you smell that, and you're just like, ugh, that's not food. Yeah. Nothing about that was appetizing to me either. Just like paste and all that other whatever the fuck else everybody wanted to fuck around with. No, I, that's that's what you remember. What you remember? I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, learning from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll watch you do that first and see how that is. That, you know what? That's a good. <laughs> then idea. I will make my decision. That is a goddamn good idea. <laughs> it worked out well for me in several occasions. Yes, I'm gonna have to find some Play-Doh. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I can get you some for Christmas. <gasps> Christmas. So. <laughs> Christmas. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I hope you guys liked it. That was, um, I don't know. I feel like my voice has been boring tonight. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, yeah, tonight. But I really like this guy. Same. I really like this guy. It, it, you, you really, and, you, uh, you fucking definitely brought uh, an interesting, not just uh, a human being that 
a lot of people wouldn't know about, but like the story that surrounds him and really the, the, uh, the ghost husband hands that, that mold him into what he is, is, is Mm -hmm. sometimes even crazier than the lopsided clay pot that we end up with. That was, that was really well spoken. I'm going to try my best to make everything about ghost. There are not even about ghost about that one scene in ghost about your gay ghost husband where helping you mold pottery where Bill Cosby comes in as a ghost dad. I think that's, that's that movie, right? <laughs> Demi Moore and, and Bill Cosby behind her. <laughs> that would have been, that would have been awesome. Love that would have been awesome. And I would be ordering that on Amazon right now. If that I was the movie. For your touch. Oh Bill Cosby drug me. <laughs> Bill's innocent, man. Bill's innocent. I'm gonna so need you back I up off my can homeboy. Sue you now. I'm done. It's my homie. Is Bill Cosby really your homie? I fucking love Bill Cosby. What are you talking about? Good. I have some fucking old Bill Cosby vinyl that I will send you that you can. Do have. you really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Hell yeah. I tend not to still enjoy things that convicted rapists do. No, that's greatness. I even, will, I will even gladly time, take those off your hands. Time rapists. <laughs> time rapists? Yeah. Remember you... I thought you I like brought to that up last week. I like we're time rapists sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, You're right. Uh, our last, our last uh, released episode, uh, the episode about John Titor, uh, people really uh, dug it a whole lot, which is... Uh, weird because like I said we're pretty dumb dudes here and us trying to figure out <laughs> the many worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics uh, live for you people uh, hopefully we got it uh, an assemblance of of correctness with what we came up with at the end because it made sense to me when we were done how about you I like to think we did pretty good yeah, yeah. I, I think we worked it out together really Um because, because yeah. holy shit, is that shit fucking <clears throat> man? That's confusing. Uh, but well, it's deep. But you know, I think that the people out there are appreciating what we do, and that feels good, Chris. That's 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 the Christmas gift that I wanted was to know that someone out there is listening. To me, make fart and masturbation jokes, and oh yeah, they're laughing along with it. That's all I want. All the way home. I, mean, I want that, and I want I want some Christmas shoes. I want face I want, in the pillowcase. I want a little boy to stand in a fucking shoe store and be like, "I wanted to buy my mama Christmas shoes, but I ain't got no money." And so the man buys him the fucking Christmas shoes for his mom. That's not teaching kids stick to That's teaching kids to walk around with their goddamn hands out and be like, Christmas shoes, Christmas shoes, Christmas shoes. I'm going to slap that hand. Mm-hmm. Slap That's the Christmas shoes do. right out your mouth. 
That's right. And then I'm going to fucking, when he's off in the corner crying, I'm going to fucking switch it one of those shoes for a different size. So when he gets it home, his mom is going to be like, what are you fucking retarded? And then it's going to be like, oh, I didn't know that there was an 11 and a 9 in there. Mm -hmm." Oh, man. I love that idea because you know that that kid's mom is just drunk as shit at home, right? Chris, the Christmas villain, strikes again. And he's like, maybe if I get my mama some shoes, <laughs> she'll be she'll be happy when I get home, and and maybe she won't she won't drink so much, and maybe she'll stop hitting me and my my seven <laughs> my seven siblings. And he just comes home with a size twelve <laughs> and a size fucking seven, and she wears a goddamn size nine. Oh. <laughs> you can't yep. even fucking subtract, kid. Mm. Can't even fucking subtract, kid. Jesus, mm. what are you good for? Apparently, uh, panhandling maybe. Oh, hey, what's uh, what what what's the thing? Uh, the 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 spelling out of our uh, thing for people to send oh, us yeah. words. Yeah, if you would like to uh, to uh, drop us a line and tell us we suck, or uh, tell Jason, you know, back up his. I haven't gotten Melissa's a single motherfucking for his congratulations kids. on my daughter. You know, oh. you know, I I can stand the fact that my father hasn't called me and said anything about it yet, but for you people, my listeners, to not have said a word, that's what hurts. Such slackery. So send your your makeup. Such slackery. Send your makeup. Uh, congratulations and flat screen televisions to see no hear no speak no pod at gmail dot com or or s n h n s n P-O-D at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You bunch of chicken hookers. Chicken humpers. How, how come they, right. get the, they get the PG version of that, but whenever you answer the phone for me, it's, Chicken fucker, what's up? Because you, sir, you just deserve the most. <clears throat> so I give you the most. <sighs> so... It's when what we, you deserve. When are we planning our heist trip to Vegas? Ooh. Vegas, you say. Vegas heist. I, we are so gonna rob the bunny ranch, apparently. I don't know. I just, I just oh think it would be fun to go to Vegas to do like a, like a heist and like have, you know, all our, all our ducks in a row. And by that, I mean like the, <laughs> the little Chinese guy is actually a duck and like the, the guy, the driver is actually a duck. And Bernie Mac is actually a duck, but it still talks just like Bernie Mac, and we're really cool with that because we miss Bernie Mac a lot. Mm-hmm. But then we could probably we, pull it off if this was forty years ago. Then we rob something that's not uh, a casino, like uh, maybe we rob a gas station or something. No, no, I'm not robbing a gas station with Bernie Mac. It's got to be a casino or nothing else. The, no, but, um, it's not Bernie Mac. It's a duck that talks like Bernie Mac. Oh, even better. Why would I rob a gas station with a duck that talks like Bernie Mac? No, I'm going Why all the way. You? I'm going straight to Hollywood. Did you really just I'm say the blackmail. sentence, Why would I rob a gas station with a duck that talks like Bernie Mac? Because I think you I answered said, your yes, own question. I would question. go all the way. Hollywood's seen it before, so Chris. much more than gas stations is what I'm Hollywood saying. Hollywood has been there, done that. I'm talking the big bucks. So. I'm talking gas stations, 7-Elevens, Circle Ks. Maybe we hit a Walgreens every once in a while just because we feel mm-hmm. fucking saucy that day. Mm. 
No, only only uh, Amscots and uh, Asian hood check cash in places. Ooh, no. they always have the best egg rolls. Yeah, if they don't have bulletproof glass, then you know a duck that talks like Bernie Mac isn't going to do any good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta, once he starts you his follow five the demographics. stand-up, he's going to get those those Asians right out from behind that bulletproof glass, just laughing and rolling on the floor like crazy. Man, if I if I could do a Bernie Mac accent or voice and just say quack a lot, I would do that right now. But I fear that it might come across as a little racist. <sighs> No, I don't think racist, but uh, I, I don't. No, I don't think that's. I don't think that's your impression. That, that's not the one that's going to make you. Nope. So nope. let's not do that. Still looking for the impression that's going to make me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my bedtime, so do that on your own time, you fucking chicken hooker. I know you got to go poop, buddy. It's okay. You can say it. You're amongst friends. Well, that that too. I may save that for tomorrow morning. Uh, it doesn't matter. We don't need to tell everybody. Shut up. Let's go. <laughs> well, Fuck. you know what I will tell everybody, though, is that they've just listened to another... God, I can't wait till the hippies start dropping episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No. The UFOs, the conspiracies, hippies, and drugs, man. And lots of murder. Moitas. Moitas. Hey, Chris. No. Countdown. Three. Tres. Two. And one. the letter A, which is like the number one. I suppose. Alpha. My baby was so nice this whole time. She slept through the whole thing. And now I'll tell all you other She people. was to go to sleep because the episode's over and Chris needs to go to sleep Two weeks well. old. Two weeks and old. And she's still already more well-behaved than his dogs. Loving the show. Loving it. All right, buddy. See you, kids. You have a good night. Give Uncle Mike a big old kiss on the mouth for me. Punch in the nits, please. Will do. You got it, buddy. <laughs> Bye. Later. You better love, you better take a